My name is Jeremy. I'm the student pastor here at Stonebridge. Um, and so this morning we're going to do a couple things. We're going to look at, um, do a youth update, kind of where our student ministry is at this point, kind of look back all the way back to this summer, and then we'll look forward to where we're heading. And then after that, we'll follow that with a message this morning, that kind of something that we've been working on and working through with our, with our student ministry. So um, I became the, the student pastor somewhere between June and August. Like I, don't, I can't put a date on it. Somewhere in that time frame, that's when I transitioned from the small groups pastor to the student pastor. And so the whole summer was spent really kind of building relationships, them getting to know me, me getting to know them. I volunteered as a small group leader way back when before I was on staff. And so all of those kids had made their way through. So I had to learn some, some new people and they had to know me. And the first thing that we did was... Summer camp. So my first official thing was summer camp. And yeah, that. So I got tricked, just so you know, before you start judging me for dressing like Ariel. They told me if I dressed up like that, that David, that David Eldridge would dress up like Ursula. That's him right next to me. They told him if he dressed like that, they would get me to dress like Ariel. They tricked us both. And so the, I didn't make this PowerPoint. That was never supposed to be there. Earlier services, they were taking pictures of it, I think, to send it. But that was kind of our theme for one of the dance nights at one camp. Um, and one camp's awesome. If you've never been before, it's one of those things that's really important to our network of churches. A lot of who we are um, as, a, as an organization, as far as like what we do, what, how, we, how we worship, comes from this connection to one camp. Uh, my first time there, I became, I'd been a Christian for like five minutes, and Jim Cagle said, you're coming to camp with me, um, which was an eye-opening experience, to say the least, my first time. I told, I told the story earlier. When I first started going to Wesley Fellowship, that's now Riverstone, the first time I walked in, people were worshiping with their hands up, and I was confused because I thought they were voting on something. And then I went to camp, and it was like, what is going on here? Uh, but it was awesome. It's one of those things that, that takes you and just pushes you down a lot. I don't know that I would be as far along as I am in my faith had it not been for that first week of camp as a counselor way back in, in 2004. So much so that I kept going after that and kept wanting to be a part of it. And so it was really fun to be on the other side of planning in my first one camp as a, as a student pastor last year. And we'll talk more about that in just a few minutes. But from there, we had our youth kickoff where we just kind of introduced everybody. And what you'll see by the pictures up there, we just continued to do more event stuff to get to know each other throughout the summer and the fall. So the next slide you'll see, we took the middle schoolers, we took them tubing on the, on the, uh, up in Helen. Uh, a lot of folks went with that. You can see a big group. We took the high school kids and we went rafting on the Ocoee at one point. Um, middle school Mondays, which was, this was the biggest learning curve for me, right? We, we hung out on Mondays for a couple hours with the middle school kids, which turned into this. It turned into making a mess. It turned into lots of fun and breaking things. That's what we did um, every Monday for a summer, right? That's kind of all the, all the things that we had going on there. But it was, good, it was a lot of fun to connect with them and hang out with them, get to know them, because they're the ones I, I knew the least. And then Sharp Top was a retreat we used to do every fall. We're not going to do that one anymore. Uh, but this was our last Sharp Top trip this past uh, September. It was a chance to connect with the other churches on the square and around, and we went up to Sharp Top and had an awesome weekend. And then one of my favorite nights, family worship night. One of the things that we want to do with our student ministry is to get parents engaged and involved so you can hear from your, from your teenagers. So we had them, they led, they led worship, parents were here, and then they, those 
four or five guys that you see up there got up and shared a little bit about where they were in their faith, a little bit about their testimony, and it was a good opportunity for them to share some things that are going on in their lives and their faith without their parents asking them questions, right? It wasn't a question and answer thing. And so they were able to share truly what was on their heart and where they were, where, their, where they are of their faith. And it, we do this once a quarter, um, and this was, or once a school semester, and this was probably my favorite night. Uh, because it was our students led everything and were able to share with their parents all the details of where they were in their faith. Outside of the building, my favorite night was outreach night. We do this once a semester as well. On the left, you see our middle schoolers. They came and they rolled uh, silverware for must ministries. They, they decorated uh, placemats for the table on Delk. They hung out here. And our high school students, you see them on the right, we went to the table on Delk and served for the night. It was right before Thanksgiving, and the thought was, we're going to go down there and do a game night. We played bingo, and we gave away uh, gift cards. Uh, a lot of the people there don't have kitchens to cook in, so we gave away gift cards to Cracker Barrel because it was within walking distance. And so our students were able just to engage and meet people, play with kids that are living in the area. But probably, my, the, probably the moment I was most proud of is a couple came in um, that were not doing real well. And without me asking them to, our students went over and asked if they could pray for them. And they engaged and they stepped out. And it was awesome to see a group of teenagers decide they see somebody in need and they went and prayed for them and loved on them for the rest of the night. It was an awesome night. I'm uh, really super proud of all the things that, that they did that night. We don't even need to talk. I put on a ratchety Chris, uh, Santa suit right up there. That's nasty. Uh, there's stuff growing in that beard. You can move on. Maybe stuff in this beard, too. Um, winter retreat. So we went up to the Ocoee River Lodge this, summer, uh, this winter. We had our, our winter retreat. We took a, probably around 40 kids up there. It was an awesome weekend, except that it rained the whole time. So we didn't get to do a lot of the things that we wanted to do. We did play a lot of games. Um, I played for a little while. I lost every time. I've never played Bananagrams before. I'll never play it again uh, because I'm super competitive, and they beat me every time. Uh, and then we saw them kind of come out of their shell. For the first time, them open up. Um, it had a lip-sync battle. We won't show the, we won't show the video, Right? But it was awesome. They had, a, they had a great time with that. And so, but we also were diving in and kind of just seeing, seeking what the Lord has for us going forward. Small group night away. This is another opportunity for community. Our students will go with their small group leaders. They hang out. They go do something fun. It just builds community for them. And so they're able to hang out and do some of those things. There's some examples of uh, where some of those guys went uh, and hung out that night. So that's another place to build community with our small group leaders. And then next, I think I got a commercial coming up. There we go. That, that one, that works. So one camp. You heard me talk about that just a minute ago. This is, again, one of the foundational things. If you've never been to one camp, you need to go. Adults, too. You can come as a counselor this year and come and be a part of this because this is, I, I, felt, I felt a little weird going the first time I went because I felt like I got more out of it than any of those students there got. And I kept going, not because I really wanted to hang out in a cabin that smelled bad with no air conditioning. They've upgraded all those by now. But because I, it was one of those watershed moments. It's like you can put a flag right there in the development of my faith at one camp. And so I loved it. It's awesome. I love going back. And so we are starting that blitz. Students can start signing up um, this weekend, this next weekend, actually. We have our blitz 
Um, it's the cheapest rate it costs to go there. You sign up. You don't have to pay for all of it once. You put a deposit down. It gives you six more months to pay for it. So we opened it up a little earlier than normal. And then it tears. It increases as we get closer. But we want your students to come. If they're going into seventh grade or they just finished high school, that's the group that we're going after there. We'd love for them to come and spend that week with us. We go to the FFA place where we had man camp, and it's been going on there for decades. And we'd love for you to come, love for your students to come, and don't, don't let cost be a problem. we got plenty of people who love camp, who want to scholarship people to go there and be a part of that. So don't let money be an issue. We'll figure out a way. Like I said, there's plenty of people that would love to help you go. There's also this need for counselors. We'd love for you to come as an adult. You can register and sign up. We'd love for you to come on a Sunday night, especially men. We'd love for you to come and pour into our guys. I was in Africa a couple years ago, and one of the Proverbs I heard from one of the leaders, he said that every son needs seven fathers. And that's really struck a chord with me, that I got four boys. I want men who are pouring into my son's lives. And so we would love, we want everybody who wants to come. Like, if we can outnumber student to adults, that's fine with me too. But we want you to come and be a day nights. We'd love for you to come to camp and serve at camp. I'm telling you, it will change your life. And if you're interested in any of those things, just reach out because it's an experience. If you've never been before, it's an experience like you'll, you'll never have again. It's just an unbelievable week um, with the Lord. Last part of this, I'm going too long, so I'm going to move this quick. Where are we going as a youth group? So we, in the fall, we looked at a couple of things. We looked at, we looked at who is God. We looked at the letters in Revelation. We did the Advent thing. And then over the Christmas break, I was praying about what to do next. And I felt like the Lord said, you got to teach them the gospel. Like We assume a lot in our culture. We grew up in the South. You're in the Bible Belt. We assume all of them know this. We assume all of us know this really well, right? And so we... We decided, it just felt like we got to teach the gospel because right now, I think we have a cultural knowledge of the gospel, but we're not living in the truth of the gospel. And so I read this book, it said, Gospelize Your Youth Group. That's not a real word, so don't worry about gospelize. Move back on that if that's going to hold you up for a minute. It's really these seven characteristics, and it fits into our roadmap of our students. We want our students to have a faith that travels. When they graduate high school, we want their faith to go with them. And so I think this does all of that. And so the seven characteristics we're look, looking at for our youth group is, first, is intercessory prayer. Pray for people who don't know Jesus. This all comes from Acts because we see that's where the church exploded, right? And so that's what we're looking for. Relational evangelism where we share the gospel with people. Leaders fully embrace and model it. My favorite one up here is this disciple multiplication. We saw this start to happen. We're seeing this one start to happen in our youth group. We went on that winter retreat, and we took one senior with us, and they didn't have the best attitude about going. Like She didn't want to go at all, and I just kind of I pressured her into going. And she went, and she didn't have a great attitude. She got up there, and she decided, well, I'm here. I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to go after it. And, she, and within like two hours, she comes to me, and she said, I found the eighth-grade version of myself. And so she hung out. They hung out all weekend. Then the next week at church, she brought her to church. Then she's going and picking her up before school and taking her to breakfast, and she's hanging out. And what we're seeing is relational. We're seeing disciple-making happen here. She's embracing it, and she's going after it, and it's this awesome picture of what we want to see throughout our entire youth group. High school kids pouring into middle school kids. High school kids pouring into high school kids. College kids pouring into high school kids. All of the above where we create this discipleship movement where we see our community transform. That is our bold vision. 
The last two biblical outcomes measure it. We're going to put this up against Scripture and say this is, this is how we measure it. Are we being obedient? Then that equals success. And lastly, ongoing program. Everything we do from this point on, I don't know, until the Lord says do something different, is going to be about the gospel and gospelizing our youth group. I've told all of our seniors, I've told all of our students, like before you can graduate Stonebridge Youth, like I have any control of that, that they have to go out, they have to be able to learn the gospel, they got to know the gospel, they got to teach the gospel, and they got to defend the gospel. And if you do those three things, you have a faith that travels. And so in April, our, the few seniors that we have to come, we're meeting up on the square, we're going to go share the gospel with people. The sixth graders got a little bit more time to get there, but the seniors, their window's shrinking pretty quickly. So that's what we're doing with our students. That's what we're doing with our youth group. Uh, again, we'd love for you to be involved in it. We'd love for you to come and just, if you just want to come and hang out one night and just watch, come on. We'd love for as many people to be there as possible. Sorry, that went way too long. So this morning-